Welcome to the Living With Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Simone Denny, and I'm here to share with you how to live your purpose, how to be more intentional in life, and how to get the results you desire while enjoying the journey along the way. I coach people around the world on how to find and express their unique blueprint in the world. Join me and my special guests for inspiring stories, practical wisdom, and life reminders for a more fulfilling and joyful life. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so delighted you are tuning in today, wherever you are in the world. um, It's so wonderful to have you here and to share this talk today on kindness and is kindness the new gratitude. So before we start, I just want to uh, drop in and share what's been happening in my groups and the Living With Purpose group and my Hatchery group. This week, we've had an awesome guest speaker talking about imposter syndrome so as we move closer to stepping into the unknown stepping into something new pivoting into our purpose often we have this feeling of uh, imposter syndrome come up so I brought in uh, guests my guest Jess Stewart to talk about imposter syndrome which was really well received and would love to know if this is something you struggle with And if it is, maybe I can get Jess to come on the show and share about some of the strategies for moving through imposter syndrome. But today we are actually going to be talking all about kindness and kindness to self, kindness to others. So uh, tune in. This is super important stuff that I think we should be talking about on a very regular basis. I've been doing a lot of research on kindness and I came to the place where I started to ask myself recently, is kindness the new gratitude? So I'm sure all of you are very familiar with gratitude. It's really uh, ranking high in the happiness research. But at the moment, the, the kindness and kind acts of kindness, kindness to self seems like it's the younger sibling where there hasn't quite been as much research as gratitude, but there's these incredible benefits that are coming to the forefront. And we really see that um, as well with the research around self-compassion and kindness to self. So today I wanted to share with you the power of kindness, what why is it so important that we do these acts of kindness and what are the benefits? And also my big aha moment that I've had about kindness and living with purpose. So practicing acts of kindness really came onto my radar when I was living in Sydney and attending these events called Wake Up Sydney. And they were run by a guy called John O'Fisher. Some of you who were in Sydney might remember these events. And he created these wonderful cards and it was part of what he called the kindness revolution. And when you get these cards, I think James and I got the cards and and did this practice as well. You go out into the community and you do a kind act for somebody. And that kind act might be you pay for their cup of coffee in front of them um, or you leave maybe something you baked on their doorstep or whatever that is for you, that, that act of kindness. And with the act of kindness, you leave behind a card um, which said something along the lines of somebody has shown you an act of kindness. Please pass it on and continue this kindness revolution. So it was this 
beautiful ripple effect of kindness and the person I know for me doing that act of kindness leaving that card felt so good the person receiving it felt uh, equally good I hope and then they pass it on to someone else so we're creating the ripple and if you have worked with me in any capacity you know that I'm all about creating ripples and that's part of what we do and finding our purpose is so that you can create a ripple of um, what you do in the world and have an impact on others. So recently, uh, this kindness, kindness revolution is, and acts of kindness has been coming back to life in the work that I'm doing. And we did an experiment uh, in the month of April in our hatchery, which is my, my membership after you've done the Living With Purpose program. And we did 21 days uh, and all of us practicing acts of kindness and tracking these acts of kindness. So what kicked off this challenge that we did, this 21 day challenge was actually when I had been doing some research, some happiness research, and I was looking on the PubMed and I found this study that was looking at how kindness impacts our happiness. And it was a Japanese study that took 175 Japanese students and got them to practice these acts of kindness. And often they were for a seven day period and they tracked people's subjective happiness over that time. And what they found was that people did feel happier once they were practicing uh, a kind act on a daily basis. So they also found that kind people experience more happiness and have happier memories. And then the second part of the study was that they practiced these acts of kindness, but they also started to track these acts. So that means they, they counted the kindness. They wrote them down each day and acknowledged what they had done that had been kind that day. And we found that they found through this intervention, this significantly increased the subjective happiness compared to the control group. So it's a little bit like gratitude in that we, uh, if we actually share or write down our gratitude, it has a bigger impact than just actually knowing it in our mind. So uh, that's what we did as our group. We wrote down our kind acts each day, if we could remember. And then we also kept each other accountable in a WhatsApp group that we had um, done our act of kindness for the day. And it was a really nice reminder to each other to practice this kindness. So this research study actually showed that like gratitude, kindness is an important human strength that influences our subjective well-being and kindness contributes to good social relationships and it does increase our happiness. And it was interesting that for a lot of us, um, part of this experiment was to do acts of kindness for ourselves. And that's often what we find challenging. We find it really easy to do acts of kindness, to be of service to others. But then when it comes to ourselves, we're often last on the list. But there's a lot of reason why we need to be practicing this kindness to self as well. And it also creates that uh, long lasting happiness too. So why should we be practicing kindness? So as I said, it's scientifically proven that we are happier 
uh, when we practice kindness. Even if we have a baseline of quite good happiness, it can increase it more. It reduces our anxiety and our depression. It reduces stress when we practice acts of kindness. Uh, when we give or receive, we have these beautiful um, hormones or chemicals released. And one of those is oxytocin, which is this beautiful feel-good hormone that we get when we feel a deep sense of connection. When we release oxytocin, it reduces our blood pressure and it makes us feel that feeling of love, which um, is, is so nice. Um, so oxytocin is also what we release, you know, between mother and baby. It's a beautiful feeling hormone that we really want to nurture. It improves our social connection and feelings of connection. And if you've listened to one of my previous podcasts on um, why connection is, is so important for our well-being, then, then this will really resonate. So it's another form of us being connected. And we really need to feel connected in these times where we've had a lot of isolation and loneliness is such an epidemic. So practicing these acts of kindness can really help us to do that. It improves our self-esteem and empathy and our compassion. And we see that whether we're giving acts of kindness to others or to ourselves. So what we also know is that we are happier when we also just witness an act of kindness. So we see that our oxytocin levels also increase when we are just watching or witnessing somebody else uh, giving or sharing an act of kindness. I'm sure you have been pulled into one of these videos on social media where you're watching somebody saving a dog from a running river or, or giving a baby a hearing device so that they can hear for the first time. And that feeling you have when there is this act of kindness or service to other, it's a really, really beautiful feeling. So the more kindness that we can give, the more kindness we can witness, the happier we will be as an individual, as a culture, as a community. So what we found through our experiment was that, um, as I said, we can easily give our kindness to others, but a fundamental part of our well-being is giving kindness to self. And I'm really a big proponent in the self-compassion work. I know there's huge uh, benefits about uh, practicing kindness to ourselves. It includes increasing motivation, improved happiness, improved self-worth, increased resilience. Uh, this is the work of Kirsten Nerf. It's really, really powerful and important that we're doing this work. A lot of the work that I do one-on-one -on -one with people is to look at uh, all of the parts of ourselves, um, especially the parts that we really don't like, the grumpy part or the you know, controlling part or judgmental part and the part that feels abandoned and to really find ways that we can have compassion for some of these parts and realize that they often show up as ways to protect us. And when we can show kindness and acceptance of that part, we can really heal our life and heal ourselves. So one thing to remember is that people feel good from giving kindness. So it feels really, really beautiful when you do a kind act. And what is also important is how we receive that from somebody else. So often somebody gives us a compliment or maybe um, thanks us for something or gives us a gift in some way and we really brush it off. So we kind of 
blocking the flow of receiving that uh, kindness in a way when we can't receive ourselves. So um, we're kind of denying the goodness flow because remember, it's the giving that feels good. It's the receiving that feels good and the witnessing of that. So just, just bearing in mind, if you are receiving an act of kindness for someone to really practice being able to receive that, to actually say thank you, to um, acknowledge that, to, to not say, yeah, this is just this old dress or, oh no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not looking good today or whatever it is, to just really be able to say those words, thank you, and, and to allow that flow um, of kindness to, to, keep, to keep in sync. So one of the things that, as I was saying, I'm doing this research on kindness and the benefits of kindness. And I had this penny drop moment about living with purpose, about the work that I do and really recognizing that our purpose is so closely tied to practicing kindness. And I've never used that word before, but one of the cornerstones of living with purpose that I teach is a being of service. And what I realize is that being of service, whether it is to the planet, whether it's to other people, whether it's to the cause of your choice, is essentially practicing an act of kindness. So when you share your gifts and talents with others um, and positively contribute to their lives, you are coming from a place of kindness. So imagine if you had to actually sell yourself or put yourself out there and, and share your services for the, with the world, but you are actually recognizing that you're sharing kindness with someone else and you're creating this ripple. Sometimes it's easier to step into that if we recognize that how we're being of service is actually an act of kindness. And when I look at some of the people who I've worked with who have really found their purpose and they're in this place of service, I can really see that they are giving an act of kindness to somebody. So I see Alita who's teaching and supporting parents about conscious parenting and, and giving her knowledge as a gift on that. I see Kath who's created these incredible walks through the Coromandel in New Zealand for people who want to be truly present in themselves and to truly be and enjoy nature. This is an act of kindness that she is sharing the service with others. I see my client, Jen, who creates a stunning art, Jen Sievers, um, that, that she creates this art and people have this in their house and they enjoy it and appreciate it. And in that way, she has created an act of kindness for them. So uh, purpose is essentially uh, a practice of kindness um, to self and others and really finding that balance. And it's, it's not surprising that the same benefits or similar benefits that we have from kindness are also what we have when we know our purpose, feeling happier, feeling more fulfilled, keeping us living for longer. We know that um, those are benefits of both acts of kindness. We live longer, especially people who volunteer. And when we practice our purpose, we also live longer. Uh, there's also more research around kindness, increasing our energy and our vitality and, and all these wonderful things that are very tied in with also knowing our purpose. So keep up the acts of kindness towards others and towards yourself. 
create this ripple because if there's one thing that we know for sure it is that the world needs more kindness at the moment so I thought I would close with the words of the Greek storyteller Aesop no act of kindness no matter how small is ever wasted have a beautiful day everyone and if you enjoyed this podcast please make sure you subscribe on apple podcasts or spotify please leave me a review or make sure you are subscribed to my blog on simondenny.me and drop me an email for anything that um, resonates with you or any questions that have come up during this podcast have a beautiful day 